Hey everybody! And tonight we got a fun little episode for you. We are going way, way, way back to the days, the <laughs> early days of our relationship. This is like from counselor number one material. Jen, 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 I don't even know where you got this thing. One or two, maybe. Look, look, we're actually, tonight's awesome. Tonight is our first episode where we're not only doing a podcast, but we're also recording it. Yes. So we can throw this up on YouTube as well. That way, if you want to see what we look like while we're talking and getting our uh, getting our groove on here with our, I don't know, what do you want to call this? Just business that we're doing. In the car podcast. In the car podcast. So check it out. Old school mead. Where did you find this, by the way? Well, I've just kept it over the years. I've always made sure that it's in a drawer in the kitchen or in a like a file thing in the kitchen. Hold or on, somewhere. this is a funny thing. This is a funny thing. Check it out, guys. <laughs> Here it is, guys. This is no matter how you want to try to pretend that it doesn't exist. When you're like 70, your wife is gonna bring up that that letter that you wrote that wasn't a good letter, that thing that she did, wasn't so happy about, and also the stuff that really touched her heart to make her just love you. <laughs> Women save that stuff. They know where it's at. Yes, so this is important. So I've made sure that I've kept it. This in, is actually in a, important. In All a right, place. Yes. yes, this is very important. The, um, letters can be important too but and I do have some of our letters actually quite a few but I've just made sure that I've kept this someplace where we can just grab it when we need it and um, just go for it so that's why I knew exactly where it was all right so through many moves enough yeah enough of me play bashing you I actually think it's great that you kept it especially this because when I look back at this, it's 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 really monumental building blocks in our relationship because, I mean, these are the tools that we have continued to use over time that have really helped us through some hard spots and really helped to make our relationship stronger yes. when, when we use it, when we use it. And, yes. it's, and we can definitely tell a difference when we don't use it. And when we do use it. Yeah, I can tell a big difference when we don't use it. And um, it's... Uh, and now we've been able to, you know, know what is on this. Uh, not not all of it. We still have to refer back to it. In fact, Kyle was saying, what's on that? <laughs> um, but we've gotten better at remembering, you know, what's on it and why we do it so oh well i just realized we didn't even tell them what it is i know we're waiting we're waiting are you ready oh drop it drop it like it's hot it's called a weekly business meeting dun 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 <laughs> no it's great though it's great though and when we when we first heard about it we thought you know i don't even remember i i i don't think I think we were such a mess and so lost in the sauce. It was like, yeah, sure, whatever, we'll try anything. So basically what was going on in our marriage um, is we we didn't have, I don't want to say we didn't have structure, but it was kind of like, well, 
hey, you know, we're going home. We weren't leaving in Vegas at the time. We're actually living in Florida. So we're away from family. And here's an example. Um, we say we were heading home to Vegas for a week. Well, instead of talking about exactly like what our expectations were, who we were going to see, you know, what we wanted to do, um, you know, how the traveling was going to happen, uh, who was going to book the travel, you know, those kinds of things. Sometimes we would just kind of leave it up to the other person and then we'd be like, oh, I thought you got the ticket. Wait, I thought I got the, wait, you were supposed to get the ticket or something. Or like we'd get to Las Vegas and Kyle would want to hang out with this person. And I'd say, well, no, you know, I want to hang out with this person and I don't want to spend all of our time, you know, every single day going somewhere, you know, I don't want to be on a schedule. I just want to hang out. I want to relax. And so then we'd end up arguing while we're on vacation because we didn't talk about things ahead of time so that's just kind of an example and that's just one example well and this is a classic example too because so many people usually newlyweds but you know it can carry over and it it's a it's a classic example of you had your customs and things that you did right. prior to us being together right. and I had my things that I did with my family and friends on holidays or whenever and when you and I don't get together and compare notes you know you have your expectation on hey this is what I'm going to do yeah. actually it's not what you're going to do it's what we're going to do and then I have my expectation of what we're going to do and they they run into each other because my plans that I failed to communicate to you and your plans that you failed to communicate to me don't jive. Right. So then you have friction, you have arguments, mm -hmm. and then before you know it, you're ruining your vacation. So. so that falls under the logistic part of the weekly business meeting. And we'll get to that. There's a there's a list of the things that you're going to talk yeah, about. Don't jump ahead now. I know, I know. Ahead. Just that example would fall in the vacation planning section or... Um, the logistic part of the business meeting. So let's go ahead and um, jump right in. So we, we went to counseling and this counselor said, hey, you guys need to have a weekly time where you get together and you discuss these certain things and this is going to help your marriage. Um, and so we'll go ahead and talk about that. Yeah, so we got, there are six key points. The first one is... How is the marriage going from 1 to 10? And we have talked about this in, a little bit in some of our prior podcasts, what, what that's like. And for those of you who may have never heard one of our podcasts yet, we will start from the beginning. So basically what, a, what that is, is Jen and I get together and with a, you got to check yourself first. You got to make sure you're in the right headspace mm -hmm. to have productive communication because if you're not and you're mad and you're holding on to that, this whole thing is pretty much just shot. Right. So you really got to check yourself before you wreck yourself. You got to check, <laughs> you got to do a self, you got to do a checkup from the neck up and make sure you're in the right headspace so that when you go into this thing, you're, you, you have a, a mindset of, Loving your partner, loving the relationship, 
and you're putting your pride aside and it's not an opportunity to just vomit and beat up your partner you want to really be in a space where you want to benefit the relationship by what you're about to discuss so so step number one is each side gets to say how the marriage is going from one to ten and then this is where you get to be honest and and you know if you, if you feel like it's a one okay you know maybe that hurts that hurts if you're on the receiving end of your partner saying hey this relationship is a one mm-hmm. or a five or whatever you know I want to know like if you're telling me it's a five or you're telling me it's a one okay I hear you you, you know, I, I'm hearing that you think the relationship is pretty crappy right now. I probably feel the same way, honestly, but it's not about me right now. Right. So, back to you and your one or your five. Okay. What do you need for this relationship to be a 10? Yes. And that was always for me. And I'm saying always because it was. I was like, yay, I get to say what I need, you know? And so. Uh, Kyle would say, what do you need to make it a 10? And then I might say, well, you know, I need more time with you during the week or more date nights or help around the house or, you know, I'd have some type of something, whatever it was, right? During that time. So, yeah. And we had to make sure that we were open to hearing what needed to be said. Yeah, and, and again, I can't hammer this home enough. When you're doing this, and it's hard, and the first time, I want everybody to try this. Even if you think your relationship is great, that's actually the best time to do this because now you get to practice, and you really should practice before you're angry because you got to build up uh, kind of a just a flow you got to build up a flow of how to go through this before you're angry it's almost like you know a sport or something you go out on the field you practice when you're not under pressure because then when you get under pressure you're going to fall back on the things that you practiced right so yes marriage from one to ten that's number one and i get to hear and then after i put myself aside, put my feelings aside because I want to know what my wife is talking about. I listen to that and then I reiterate back to her what I heard. Mm -hmm. And she could tell me because there's the funny thing about people. What we hear and what they say isn't always the same thing. So it's very important for you to reiterate in a positive way, in a constructive way, in a prideless way, reiterate what you heard your partner say. And then they can hear, they can listen to what you're saying, and if it matches up, then good. You're ready to move forward. If it doesn't match up, okay, can you tell me again why you feel like the marriage is a five? Because Mm -hmm. what I heard isn't what you're feeling. Mm -hmm. So let's try it again. And, you, and continue to give them opportunities. Right. And sometimes I would write it down. So um, if he told me I need this to make it an a 10, then I would write it down and it would help me remember what it was that you needed, right? 
Yeah, that's good. And you, and you really should do that. And yeah. I, I should do that. Jennifer should do that. If she tells me, in order to make this relationship a 10, I need more date nights. I better be out there with my notepad. Because I am not going to remember. In about 30, 30 seconds, I'll be like, ah, what did she say? What she said that she needed? Ah, she needed something. And now I forgot. And I'm right. a big a-hole because now I can't remember. Right. So, it's great. It shows your it shows your partner that you really care, mm -hmm. and that helps bring mm -hmm. things up a, a couple of notches. So yeah. So then after Jennifer gets to speak, then now it's my turn. She gets to ask me. Right. How's the relationship going from one to ten? Yep. And then I get to say, well, I feel like it's about a six and the thing that I need is and then whatever my thing is I need you to when I come home from work I need you to give me a big hug and tell you how you really appreciate the stuff that I'm doing or I need to you know have dinner and the kids I want to have dinner every night together as a family because I feel like we're just not that close or you know whatever it is and so then hopefully Jen's over there with her notepad she's right and then, and then you just, you do what you can yeah. to make those things happen. And then you get to re-examine it next week. Yes. And follow up. Yeah. All right. So that's so, number one. That yes. is how's Num the marriage going from one to 10. Go. Number two is praise each other for what's been noticed to help the marriage. And that's important. Praise each other for what has been noticed to help the marriage. So number one and number two, I feel like we would spend the most time on and that's why they're number one and number two because it's good they're good stuff so um, an example um, for praise would be I like how you know you took out the trash on Monday night for me so it would be out there for Tuesday and I noticed how you did that for me and I praise you for going to work and I praise you for helping out with the kids. When we were married, it was more, you know, I praise you for helping with chores around the house and I praise you for, you know, noticing when I needed something or giving me a hug or things like that. So, um, praising your spouse. Now, I'm chuckling because depending on, <laughs> we're talking about headspace. Depending on your headspace, sometimes you just don't feel like giving praise. And I don't mean you, you, Jennifer. I mean you, yeah, a I, person, just doesn't feel like giving praise. There have been times where I haven't felt like giving praise. Mm -hmm. And again, this goes back to before you even start. You really need to put whatever is burning you up, whatever anger you have, you got to put that on the side because if you do this, you will be able to get, I don't want to say get through it, like don't deal with it. You will be able to start dealing with that stuff in bite-sized pieces and get through it. So mm -hmm. I say that another funny thing about this is it doesn't say anything about, um, like how many compliments you should give your spouse? <laughs> Are you adding to it? Well, no, not exactly. I guess you know what? After 19 years, you can add to the rules. Okay. Well, I'm just looking at this, and I'm just like thinking, you know, the more the better. 
Yeah. But let's say, let's say you're just like struggling. Let's say you're struggling to come up with something to compliment your partner on because you just feel, you just, in your heart of hearts, you just feel like they don't do nothing. They're worthless. They're not helping the marriage. They're doing all that stuff that isn't helping things. You can still find something. And I'm going to suggest you find at least two things. And if you can't, that's on you. That's because you're not trying hard enough. So work on it. Work on yourself. Pray for some forgiveness. Pray for some um, grace. And figure out how to compliment your spouse on at least two things. Sometimes it ain't even for them. Sometimes maybe the compliments are for you to just help your heart to feel better and help things be more positive in the relationship. Mm-hmm. But yes, it's good. To, it's good to praise your spouse, regardless of how you feel. It's good to praise your spouse. Are we ready to move on, number three? Yes, number three. Discuss solutions to previous issues. Or topics. or topics. So if you've um, had a issue or a topic and you have come up with a solution, you're going to discuss that solution just basically to be able to refresh your memory as to how you're going to be handling those things. Yeah. Um, I'm, I am making a right turn on this for a second because it's important... When you do this, both of you need to understand. You need to give yourself a time limit on the business meeting because this can turn into like an hour, two hour discussion and ain't nobody want to, like if you're getting into hot topics, nobody wants to be grilling on them things for an hour or two hours. So stay constructive, okay? Constructive mindset. And I forget, what was our time limit? Was it like 15 minutes, 20 minutes? Uh, for a business meeting. Was it 10 minutes? It was 10. Well, we had a 10 minute meeting and then business meetings was like 15 to 30 minutes, no more than 30 minutes. Okay. So 30 minutes max, max, mm-hmm. max. I Usually right. we couldn't yeah. go that long because you were just kind of done after. No, if you got a business meeting that's going 30 minutes, it's yeah. because you're talking about some heavy stuff. Yeah. And or you're getting sidetracked on other things. So we would really have to try to keep I'm, stick to I'm it. I'm sticking with the heavy stuff. And yeah. You, and you're probably on the verge of getting into another fight or argument. So mm-hmm. I'm going to suggest that you keep it to 15 minutes and just continue to work on it work on being more efficient yeah and uh yeah just it's keep it short it takes practice keep it, keep it short keep it productive uh do it frequently all right sorry going back to <laughs> number three previous issues yes so discussing solutions this is discussing solutions to previous issues or topics so you've talked about the issue you've talked about the topic now you're trying to come up with a solution for you're you're going over the solution for the previous issue or topic yeah so for example like you know on on the this is what i need for the marriage to be a 10. um 
say for example, um, I'm not cutting the grass or something, and you want the grass cut. Well, actually, let's take one that was for real. Although I cut the grass, but that's a good example. <laughs> you cut the grass most of the time, yes. But you ask me to cut the grass. Yes, I ask you to cut your Okay, so, so I don't like here's a here's a I'm getting this back on track. Here's a real thing that we had. So I used to work on cars a lot. Yes, this is a good. Yeah, good I used to work on cars a lot, flipping cars and doing stuff like that, and. You would get upset because of the amount of time that I spent on it. Mm -hmm. So, step one was for to you express that that was a frustration. Step number two was for us to come up with a solution on, well, what days of the week, when, how much time was I going to do what I wanted to do with these cars because I still wanted to do it. It's still something that I felt like it needed to be done. Mm -hmm. And, but you know, you had desires and expectations and time frames for that stuff too. So we came up with a plan. Right. So now we got to execute that plan. And then as the week goes through, then when we do the next business meeting, now it's kind of like a follow up. It's, it go how, how are you feeling now on this one to ten scale based on the efforts that I put in and I remember asking uh, our counselor because lots of times I would be putting in effort for stuff and I felt like it went unnoticed and, yeah and it didn't make that praise your your partner for things so I asked the counselor I was like is it all right to kind of like you know throw these things out here that I've been putting in effort on and she said, absolutely, you know, it's okay to toot your own horn. So right, right. if you've been making that. if you've been making a conscious effort to change something or do something, definitely let your spouse know, hey, you know, I, I sacrificed this so because you you wanted it this way, so I wanted to do this, but I made this intentional effort for you because I love you. Right. And Yes. So this is uh, this is the opportunity for if for the ladies, if you're like Jen, you may have like a laundry list of issues. You can't do them all in one week. No. Nope. Choose one. Choose one. And work on that one. And then the next week, you can follow up with that and then maybe add another one. But the good thing is, is this is your opportunity to kind of start working through those things and same for you guys I mean if there's some things that you know your wife is doing that is just rubbing you the wrong way you know put it on there put it on the board hey this is the thing that we're going to talk about because it is just a thorn in my side and it's it's a wedge in our relationship and it is something that we need to discuss and hash out yeah all right Number four. Number four. This is a long list, but we remember keeping it short. Logistics. So you, it might be, for us, it was bills, money. I'm reading right here. Vacation, cars, because Kyle had a car business. Or like he said, he, he still does. He buys cars and flips them. Chores, and then I have et cetera down here. So uh, these were the things that we would talk about weekly. And, well, I should say 
those are some of the things we would talk about weekly. Yeah, you can make your own list. Yeah, it's just, yeah. You know, logistical things when it has to do with, uh, like, who's going to make the kids lunches? Yeah. Who's picking up the kids from school? Well, we got we got soccer practice on Wednesday night. You yeah. Know, talking about all, all of these or things. Or there's that vacation coming up. Or, um, hey, you know, I need help with, can you mow the grass this week for me? You know, can you um, do something like that? You know, yeah. um, so logistics and that that was we would try to keep that short definitely yeah and so so you can just make up you can make up your own thing uh working on a budget you know if you don't have a budget in your family most most couples argue money is a big thing causing a lot of trouble so you know you can talk about that a little bit yes uh let's see next we have schedules this is number five number five number five schedules so uh, my schedule usually and still was then and still is now kind of all over the place. I do a lot of different things. I wear many, many hats and it'd be hard for Kyle to keep up with my schedule even if I had it on the refrigerator written down in, or in several different places. It was hard. So we would discuss schedules, what was going on with me, what I needed help with and now that we're married. You know, do I need you to pick up the kids? Do you, you know, I have this appointment. Can you watch the kids? Or, you know, that's those are some examples. Yeah, or maybe maybe one of uh, my spouses is going back to school. You know, you got college going on or something like that. And, yes. You know, you really got to juggle, juggle time. We went through some of that stuff. Yes. All right. Anything else on that? Nope. All right. Now the next one is... New issues or topics. So, I'm sorry, I jumped the gun because on the last one, on number five, we said discuss solutions to previous issues. Um, that's where you're talking about the old number three old news. Number three, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Discuss solutions to previous issues or topics. That's the things yeah. you've already the issues you've already discussed, and now you're discussing the solutions that you came up with to help remind your spouse hey this is this was our solution let's continue to do it this way yeah. or work through it this way and so now number six is when if you have a laundry list of issues now is when you get to address another one yes and then start working on it yes and this is the one where it would sometimes the meeting would get start to get too long uh, or we might get, depending on the issue or topic, if it was a sensitive thing, we might get heated. So we had this rule that we created, and it was called three strikes means stop. So if we had to stop each other, and we had this word called pink money, and that meant, hey, you're hurting my feelings, or hey, I don't like how this is going, you know, I, we would say pink bunny because, and we picked that because it was like, it was a kind kind phrase instead of I don't like where this is going or you're hurting my feelings you know instead we'd say yeah, it's kind of a safe word it's a safe it's word safe. we say pink bunny and if we if we said pink bunny three times that meant okay we're not ready to talk about this new issue or topic let's cool off and come back to it so well yeah and at any time if you're having a conversation with your spouse and it's trying to be constructive and you just 
you see them just getting heated to the point where it's like, okay, this is not constructive anymore. Nothing. If we continue down this road, we are just going to get in an argument. Things are going to continue to be worse. I mean, you can you can throw that out there. You can be like, I mean, for us, we it's it's been a long time. I've, it's funny haven't used that but we would just say hey you know pink bunny and we both knew what it meant and that's exactly what it meant it's like hey it's it's time to kind of throw in the towel on this one for tonight or at least you know let's take a 30 minute break and cool off if we have time we can come back to this tonight if not we just need to you know pick it up at another time because it's just not working out and we do the same thing now if we start to have a discussion and it starts going sideways and it gets heated you know sometimes Jen will say to me you know uh, I don't like the way that yeah, this conversation this is, is going, going. Good, or I'm, I can't talk or, anymore I'm done I or just I'll can't say do this, this right now or... you know or I'll say this the same thing like if I see that Jen's getting hot and the this, this stuff that she's saying is just hurtful or just not productive yeah. you know I'll use those words I'll be like you know this conversation is just not productive and if we continue to talk it's gonna get more heated and not be good yeah so you can do it either way if you need to just use a safe word or a phrase, then do that. Or if you feel like, you know, you can say, hey, it's this is not productive any longer. I think we should take a break. Whatever works for you. Yes, whatever works for you. So weekly business meeting. Do it weekly to start so you can get that practice in on how it goes oh wait a minute wait a minute back up so yeah going back to the three strikes so if you're having your your business meeting and you gotta like time out three times like hey you know you're getting a little hot you're getting you know what you're saying isn't you're talking too much you're not letting me talk you're just kind of barfing negative stuff all over me right if you got to say that if you got to time things out three times those three strikes that Jen was talking about that's you just need to end the whole conversation for the evening because it ain't gonna get any better I can guarantee it (laughs) true I know all right so number one real quick each side gets a turn. How is the marriage going from one to ten? Hold on. Get your notebook out. Write these down. <laughs> Write these down. <laughs> Number two, praise each other for what has been noticed to help the marriage through previous issues or topics. Number four, logistics. An example, bills, money, vacation, cars, chores, etc. Kids. Do I get to say any? Yes. You go number <laughs> five, number six. All right. Number five, schedules. Talk about your schedules so you both know who's doing what. And number six, issues or topic, new issues or topics. Yes. This is when you get to bring up all that stuff because you don't want things to build up. You need to work through them. You need to bring them to the table, just not all at once, not all at once. No one wants to listen to all that. Right, and then that would also be a great time to use the speaker-listener technique. So if you haven't listened to our podcast, the speaker-listener technique, go back through our podcast, find that one. Uh, listen to it because it's going to give you some good tools to use to discuss new issues or topics. 
All right, I'm going to throw this out here because we hit on this, and I think this is also a great uh, couple of notes for the speaker-listener technique. First of all, discussion checklist. Are both parties able to discuss the situation at hand in a warm, kind, loving, and caring way? Mm-hmm. Question number one for you. If you can't do these things, do not try to have a conversation. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Ain't going to work out. Are both parties aware that the speaker-listener technique is to be used. So you got to know the rules for the speaker-listener technique, and you both got to know what's going on. Don't just one person start talking and the other person's like, no, are we getting cheeseburgers now? Doesn't work so good. Are both parties are both parties in an adult state of mind? Now, this sounds funny, but the reality is a lot of times we act like children mm-hmm. when we fight and we argue and we're like, well, they said this, so I'm going to say that. Or they hurt my feelings, so I'm going to hurt their feelings back. That, that, that is very childish. And unfortunately, a lot of adults carry that into adulthood with them. So if that's how you are, work on it. Mm-hmm. If that's how your spouse is being, do your best to try to help them be aware of it. Yes. But if you are in an adult state of mind, then you're ready to move forward. And number four, are both parties willing to listen? So if you cannot do one, two, three, and four of these things I just spoke about here, you are not ready to have a conversation. On a new issue or topic. On pretty much anything. (laughs) Because... No. You know, nothing's nothing's gonna go good. It's just all gonna be a, a a rant, and then feelings are gonna get hurt, and things are gonna get worse, and it yeah. just makes things worse. So, do your best to be adult. Do your best to be patient and have grace. Um, practice personal boundaries. That doesn't mean you need to be a floor mat so your spouse gets to barf all over you. You know, when they start acting like a little kid, then gently and lovingly call them out on it be like hey you know i can see that you're getting hot and you're saying some things that are not constructive maybe we should continue this at another time yeah good stuff so i love it i love it yes weekly business meetings we encourage you to have a weekly business try this out shake it it up yeah shake it shake up the relationship try new things and continually build your relationship stronger be vigilant protect your relationship make good choices in your relationship and love your spouse yes all right are we out we are out i just want to thank you for listening to our podcast here on anchor you can also find us on spotify and apple podcast and um share us with your friends Send them a note, send them a text, give us a share, give us a like, and we thank you for listening. Yeah, and well, now we got the little recording. Now we're going to yeah. start throwing this up on YouTube as well. So, yes, a little something, something. And we are out. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs>